0: Over. This is EdTech Weekly AI Takeover. I'm your host, Ricky Zager. Welcome back to the second episode exploring the intersection of artificial intelligence and education. Today, we'll begin a two-part series on ChatGPT and its uses in education. So whether you're curious about how AI works or looking for new ways to incorporate it into your classroom, join us as we explore the world of AI by looking deeper into ChatGPT before we get started, I did want to share a way that my wife and I actually used AI over the past weekend uh, for Easter. You know, one of the things that we have been doing with our kids is having like a, you know, a little scavenger hunt that goes around in different rooms. And then the final one gets them to their basket with their, you know, either candy and toys or whatever we got for them. And so this year she was kind of feeling bummed out that she had to do it and it was getting late the night before Easter. So I said, let's just use AI. And we just gave it a list of different places around the house. And we asked it to make a scavenger hunt. And we asked it to do it for a nine-year-old and make soccer as a theme. And sure enough, in an instant, it spits out four-line rhyming clues. And uh, the kids absolutely loved it. So just a really cool way to be able to use AI for things that you know, we try to do to make things a little bit more fun, but you know, all that extra energy it takes to do that as a human is, is a bit much. So anyway, be thinking of ways that you can do it in your personal life too, as we explore this, but let's get back to the podcast and let's specifically look at what AI is. So artificial intelligence or AI for short refers to computer systems that can perform tasks that usually require human intelligence to complete. It's a field of computer science that aims to create intelligent machines that can reason, learn, and make decisions like humans do. Definitely sounds a bit scary, doesn't it? But there are three main types of AI. The first is called narrow, or weak, AI. This type of AI is designed to perform specific tasks, such as recognizing faces or playing chess. Narrow AI is the most common form of AI that we see in the world today, and it's what powers many of the applications and devices that we use on a daily basis. The second type of AI is called general or strong AI. This type of AI is designed to think and reason like humans. It can learn and adapt to new situations, solve complex problems, and make decisions on its own. However, we're not quite there yet with this type of AI, and it's still very much in the research phase. The third type of AI is called superintelligence. And it refers to an AI system that surpasses human intelligence in every possible way. Talk about scary. This is a theoretical concept, and it's not clear whether we'll ever be able to create a system like this. But my assumption is, with enough time, and maybe it's hundreds of years, but I don't know if it's going to be that long. We'll get there. And it's definitely an interesting area of study, nonetheless. I certainly don't want to get too in-depth in our second episode, but I wanted to at least give some basic explanation of the three main types of AI. Within those types, there are many other things to explore, so we have plenty of information to look into as this special series continues. Since ChatGPT is one of the more well-known AI systems at this point, and it is free to use, I thought it would make a great jumping off point into the world of AI tools. So let's talk about ChatGPT and where it fits in those different types of AI. ChatGPT is an example of narrow or weak AI. It's designed to perform a specific task, which is to generate human-like responses to text-based inputs. ChatGPT was trained on a large data set of text and it uses that knowledge to generate responses that are similar to what a human might say. However, it's important to note that ChatGPT doesn't actually understand the meaning of the text or have true human intelligence. It's just applying statistical patterns to generate responses. But even though ChatGPT is an example of narrow AI, it is still a very powerful tool, and it can be used in a variety of contexts, such as customer service, education, and entertainment. To understand ChatGPT a little deeper, let's first look and talk about the GPT-4 architecture, which stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer 4. It's an advanced language model developed by OpenAI that uses Natural Language Processing, or NLP, to understand and generate human-like responses. ChatGPT is trained on a vast dataset of text, allowing it to generate coherent and contextually relevant answers to a wide range of questions or prompts. NLP is particularly relevant to education as it can help provide personalized learning experiences for students. AI like ChatGPT can adapt to individuals' learning needs, making it a powerful tool in the classroom. ChatGPT is available in both free and subscription-based versions. The free version provides access to the basic functionalities, while the subscription-based version, known as ChatGPT+, Plus, offers several benefits like faster response times, priority access to new features and improvements, and general access even during peak times. By offering these two options, OpenAI aims to cater to users with different needs and budgets. Teachers can start with the free version to explore ChatGPT's capabilities and later upgrade to ChatGPT Plus if they find the additional benefits valuable for their classroom practice. Regardless of the version, ChatGPT can be a game changer for educators looking to enhance their teaching and learning experiences. Now, something that I want to include into every one of these podcasts is actionable ways to use AI to enhance your teaching. So let's look at some ways you can use AI. First, let's look at lesson planning and content creation. ChatGPT can be an invaluable resource for generating ideas and inspiration. Teachers can use it to develop differentiated lessons, catering to the needs of diverse learners. For example, imagine a science teacher is planning a lesson on the water cycle for their mixed ability class. You could input the following prompt into ChatGPT. Create a differentiated lesson plan on the water cycle for three levels of learners, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. ChatGPT would then generate a very detailed lesson plan. And I'll just summarize those lesson plans because I did put it through its paces with this to see what it would come up with. But trust me when I tell you, it can give you an extremely detailed lesson plan. But here's a summary of those plans by level. The beginner level, students learn the basics of the water cycle through simple explanations, a hands-on experiment, and a diagram-based worksheet. The intermediate level, students delve deeper into the water cycle, exploring advanced vocabulary and real-life examples through multimedia presentations and group discussions. The advanced level, students investigate the scientific principles and global implications of the water cycle through research projects and debates on human intervention and potential solutions. So you can see what a powerful tool this really can be. The second actionable way that you can use ChatGPT is automated assessment and feedback. ChatGPT can provide instant feedbacks on students' writing and analysis patterns and student performance. This helps teachers identify areas where students need support. For example, a teacher might want to evaluate a student's essay on the impact of climate change. They could input the following prompt into ChatGPT, provide feedback on this essay, about the impact of climate change, focusing on structure, argumentation, and grammar. Upon analyzing the student's essay, ChatGPT could generate feedback just like this. This essay presents a clear introduction and conclusion, but could benefit from improved organization in the body paragraphs. The argument would be stronger with more evidence and citations from credible sources. Additionally, the essay contains several grammatical errors and instances of passive voice that could be revised for clarity. Now, if that's not a game changer for grading essays and especially longer form ones, I don't know what is. It allows teachers to quickly identify specific areas where students need support, such as organization, argumentation, or grammar. And by using it to analyze student writing, you can save a ton of time and provide targeted feedback that helps students improve their skills. Very powerful stuff, once again. And I really wish this had been around when I was a teacher. Oh my goodness, as a history teacher, grading essays is definitely not a good time. And lastly, you can use it to enhance classroom discussions. ChatGPT can generate thought-provoking questions and well-rounded arguments, fostering engaging debates and discussions among students. Let's consider a scenario where a teacher is leading a discussion on the ethics of AI. You could input the following prompt into ChatGPT. Generate three thought-provoking questions about ethics of AI for a classroom discussion. It then generated questions just like this. First, How can we ensure that AI systems are designed and used in a way that respects human rights and values, such as privacy and fairness? Two, as AI systems become increasingly autonomous, how do we assign responsibility and accountability for their actions and decisions? And the last one, how can we strike a balance between the potential benefits of AI, such as increased efficiency and productivity, and the risks that it poses, such as job displacement and widening social inequalities? By using ChatGPT to generate those thought-provoking questions, you can encourage students to think critically and engage in meaningful discussions about those ethical challenges that surround AI and its impact on society. And more importantly, you can save time and create more efficient and effective questions. You can also just ask ChatGPT to change parts of the question or even give new questions, and you can guide it with more context of what you're hoping to get out of your students. It's a lot to digest if it's your first time thinking about AI and how ChatGPT can kind of change the game for you. But the marching orders for this week are to explore ChatGPT. It's free and you can try anything and see how it responds. Ask it questions. See if it can help you prompt good classroom discussions regarding topics that you're teaching. I would at the minimum suggest that you try at least one of those actionable things that I just mentioned. And finally, I would ask that you join the EdTech Weekly Facebook page if you can and if you're willing and post any and all interesting things that you've tried and how you're planning to use it. Because I really do want this to be a community that inspires and helps others to learn about AI and use it to make our lives easier. But hey, if you just want to listen and do your own thing, no worries. And I hope this series will continue to educate you and spark your curiosity. That's about it for this episode. Join us next week for part two of this discussion, where we're going to look a little bit deeper into uses for ChatGPT and also start navigating those tricky ethical questions and concerns about using AI in education. Until next time, thanks for listening to EdTech Weekly AI Takeover. See you next time. If you'd like to reach out to the show, please email me at edtechweekly at gmail.com. And I won't be offended if you have AI write it for you. In fact, I encourage it. See you next time.